0: Hi everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the newly rebooted, official Dragon's Den DQ podcast, Slime
1: Time. Hey everyone, this is actually the third incarnation of Dragon's Den's uh, Slime Time. Everything is a reboot nowadays, so we thought, why not this? Sounds good. Hey, I'm your host, Matt Mason, aka platinum 3 And I'm your host, Liam Kirsting, aka Liamland. We are coming to you live at the time this was recorded.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm live down in Florida. Liam's live up in New York. Yeah. So uh, let's review a little bit what we want to get out of this podcast in this incarnation.
1: Sure, yeah. um, I want to say right off the bat that we're not here to compete with any other Dragon Quest podcast. Uh, I know there's a few active DQ podcasts right now. I truly believe that all Dragon Quest podcasts are worth listening to. Um, because they all share a common topic. So if you're a fan of Puff Puff Hour and DQFM or any other DQ podcast, past, present, or future, that's totally great. Uh, We're not here to compete. All Dragon Quest podcasts are worth listening to. Um, So we're we're just here to add to the growing dialogue and promoting Dragon Quest in the West and to engage in dialogue with our fellow fans.
0: Excellent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was just actually listening to DQFM's DQ2 podcast earlier today. Um, came out a few days ago so was a pretty good one sorry if i if they feel i'm razzing them a little bit with details on a uh, twitter love you guys keep it up awesome <laughs> keep it up Jay. um with our podcast we're gonna try to be interviewing and engaging other dragon quest fans in dialogue um each episode will be a uh, forum on the dragon's den and also we're gonna try to uh talk with a DQ fan every time we're going to try to focus on a particular game in the series each time. um, And also look to tap into what the fan vibe was like of that game during that time, Um, during the release, during the re-release, during the re-release. re I mean, some of these have been out three, four times. Um, Try to just provide a glimpse of what the history of the whole series or the history of a single game in the series each time.
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean, the intended audience for this podcast is really anyone who loves or is interested in learning more about Dragon Quest. We're hoping to create that conversation that speaks for both uh, old school and new fans simultaneously. Or yes, sli- simultaneously as, as, you, uh, as you wrote yes. that
0: earlier, Matt. <laughs> yes, feel the pun.
1: <laughs> um, so if if we're interviewing someone and they want to talk about the original Dragon Dragon Warrior for NES... Or the release of Dragon Warrior 3 on Game Boy Color or DQ8 for 3DS or any of the spin off games. Hey,
0: like Joker 3 or Slime Mori Mori, the original.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That would be awesome, actually. Even if we had someone to talk about Dragon Quest Swords um, or their experience with any of the unreleased games that never made it out of Japan, it would be an interesting discussion. All those uh, Japanese DQ releases where you say it's not coming.
0: Well, it's not.
1: <laughs> Keep the faith, buddy
0: um speaking of it's not coming we've even got someone in mind maybe one or two people for a dragon quest 10 discussion um we've got some regulars here at the dragon's den that uh play and they've had a team together for gosh maybe seven years now i think it's been
1: yeah yeah cranberry and the team Mm -hmm. uh, urchic the hero is one of them Uh, a couple other folks from from the den uh dragon quest 10 is the infamous game i guess in the uh in the fan base. It's a game we all want to try, even if we don't like MMOs. Um, but there's so many restrictions and locks and little bells and whistles to uh, get around it to play.
0: Um, so yeah, not to we'll mention even that. the la- language barrier.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. But, um, but, yeah, yeah, but I've actually sat in on some, some of the streams on Twitch, and it was pretty awesome. Um, and just watching Cranberry and the team interact because uh, you can chat and you can chat in Romaji, so they can basically just type out in English and have the mm-hmm. conversations that way. It's just the menu items and, like, the dialogue and everything that would require a hodgepodge of Google Translate.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right, well, since this is just the inaugural episode, we don't have a guest on tonight, we thought we'd uh, just interview each other, introduce the format for future interviews, um, and let all the fans out there, you know, all three of them, get to know us, your two main hosts.
1: Yeah, so first off, uh, Platy, I know you're a math teacher down in Florida, uh, and you are married and have two kids. Uh, you're a regular contributor to RPG Gamer, and you've been a guest on all their podcasts as well.
0: Yep, uh, love the RPG backtrack, and I've been on at least one of the other episodes of their different ones. Um, it's always a fun time. Now, your turn, Liam. I know you're married. You got married in Japan, and you lived yeah. there for a year with your son when he was born. Uh, and you work in advertising up in uh, New York City, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Um I currently work in a ad agency on 52nd Street a few blocks from Nintendo New York in Rockefeller Center. And uh you were actually on vacation in New York City one time. You came up uh, and, and you met us uh, in person up there for one of our semi-regular uh, Dragon Quest Dragon Quest 9 multiplayer meetups, which was a lot of fun.
0: That that was really fun. I got to give a shout out to my wife for letting me do the nerd thing on uh one of our seven nights up there in new york city that summer and right. i thought it was great we both showed up in the uh, dragon Qu- matching dragon quest eight
1: shirts totally yeah that unplanned. was t- totally unplanned <laughs> yeah we even got photos so uh it was a good time um all right let's get down to uh some of the q a do you want to go first to the you want to interview me
0: sure i'll, I'll go through you go through and ask you all your questions and then we can turn around and yeah do it all right let's do this then all right so liam there how did you get into dragon quest
1: um well i was at a friend's birthday party um in 1989 (laughs) Um, and my friend was like showing the game to us he had dragon warrior one uh the original and uh, i had just an immediate connection to it with the medieval style um so i saved up and bought my own copy
0: Oh, you actually bought the original NES yeah, copy. this
1: Yeah, I had no foreshadowing that this Nintendo Power giveaway was going to actually <laughs> be a thing. So <laughs> I was one of the the uh, early people who actually accidentally bought a copy.
0: Well, you know what? It's a good thing not a lot of people did what you did, or I wouldn't have gotten my free copy. But I'll talk about that <laughs> later. So, all the games in the series. I'm sure you've played a bunch of them, obviously. Uh, what's your favorite one?
1: Um. In the classic series, it's definitely Dragon Quest 4, uh, but it's kind of hard to deny how amazing and advanced Dragon Quest XI is, because, I mean, above all other games in the series, it really breaks new grounds in terms of like the gameplay, the stories, the character design, the world exploration. Uh, I mean, it adds so much to the series while still maintaining that franchise nostalgia, but when I go to play a classic series game, it's typically either you know, Dragon Quest 4 or 3 or maybe Five.
0: I can definitely see that. Definitely. So, I know you've not played everything in the entire series. Um, yeah. Are there any games you haven't gotten around to playing too, but really want to give a try to?
1: Um, the Monster Series, definitely. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I've played the first Dragon Quest Monsters, um, and then I got a little discouraged at how hard it was to recruit more than one of the same monster for different breeding combos. Mm -hmm. um but i've restarted this one probably four or five times because i i unlike you i am a fan of dragon quest 6 and uh and so i love to play like an origin story of terry and everything so i've definitely restarted this one a few times um Mm -hmm. and then looked at guides for how to do like various monster breeds and then it's some kind of crazy like zero percent rate if you've already recruited the monster
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, so. it definitely goes down to half, and I don't even know if it goes down to a quarter if you've got two or what, but... Yeah. So it may I even def- be less than a half.
1: Right, right. I, I definitely want to try that. I'd love to complete it someday and then see how how that series progresses. Um, I know you love the Joker series. I, mm-hmm. I have all of those as well, and uh, I do want to play through those at some point.
0: All right, yeah, they're they're good, and I'll tell you what, I think the favorite game I played last year was the translated Terry's Wonderland, the 3DS one. That, that was awesome. That, that really is. That, big shout out to the guys who translated that one, the team that did that, because they did an awesome job. And it's a shame we're never going to get that over here. Or we haven't yet. But then again, it's been quite a few years. But
1: all right. so yeah, we, just need, we just need some incredibly rich fan to just like fund everything. <laughs> here, here you go, Square Enix.
0: fans there you out go. there right now go buy a lottery ticket yeah you know, if you win just set aside yeah. one two three percent you know i'm sure we could it doesn't take much to translate these right right a, a million yeah. a million dollars should cover it <laughs> <laughs> a real development studio for a million dollars it's all there all i gotta do is put the text in so all right other than the uh the monsters ones which you really haven't gotten to yet are there any games in the series that really haven't resonated with you anything that you've played and like
1: meh <laughs> um i get maybe not games so much as like moments in games
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know i love every every dragon quest i play I, I pretty much love it i just have some sort of connection to the medieval style of it um and uh so i mean but there are certain moments like like of course, I always go back to you know Dragon Quest II's unblockable death spells in Rone. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you and I both absolutely loathe the the the, the Zoma fight from Dragon Quest Heroes. Uh, oh God! It's just forget yeah, it's that like, man. It's a massive di- di- difficulty spike uh, towards the end of the game when they really just only have three bonus bosses left, and the first one you fight would be like Zoma, and he's just ridiculously difficult. Um, And I just, yeah, I played it a couple of times. I looked at YouTube videos, and they make it seem so easy, and I was just like, screw this. (laughs) I don't have the patience. (laughs) I'm an older fan now. I don't have the patience for this. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess the way that it works with, like, Dragon Quest IX Legacy bosses, uh, Mm -hmm. there's a slow difficulty ramp up. Where it's a challenge, but it's still fun. I mean even Nocturnus 99 is still fun because it's difficult, but with the right amount of like skill and luck, it's doable. Uh, Zoma and DQH is just like a complete shit show.
0: Uh, yeah. I, what is what are the ones because we haven't beaten the same two. You haven't beaten three of the ones in DQH who haven't you beaten?
1: Uh, Zoma, Nocturnus and Atlas basically. Yeah
0: uh, I think I managed to take out Atlas because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm down to two. But I mean, I, I've got 120 hours on that game. Honestly, about a third of that is probably my son. But uh, yeah, I, because I once I reached level 99 on everything, I tried those bosses, and yeah, you're right. It's a shit show. That'd be that'd be the best way to describe.
1: Yeah. it. Yeah, and and uh, some people have the patience and skill for that. I am not mm-hmm. one of those people. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's some, definitely some YouTube videos where it's like, no oh, you just do this, and then uh, and then. <laughs> They take him down, but like, yeah, he always just seems to be like, not so fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think one of the big reasons I love the Dragon Quest series is it's mainly a turn-based game. It, I don't have to re- rely on my crappy hand-eye coordination and everything. And while I love the Heroes games, they're not the ones I'm best at. So, all right, well, let, moving right along here, what's your uh, favorite? What's your least favorite character in the series?
1: Uh oof, favorite is tough. Um, some of the MCs have really great design, Mm -hmm. but, um, the thing about like, like MCs, like an Erdrich or like a solo or Sophia, you, you have to supply your imagination basically supplies their personality, um, because they don't show up in any of the, uh, the party chat. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess for someone more defined, uh, I guess probably princess Elena, um, I just I love her like fighting spirit and she's fast and tough and there's this whole backstory where like Christo or Kiro is in love with her but she's too focused on like adventure to even notice and I just thought it mm-hmm. was kind of funny and realistic in a lot of ways and for unrequited love and everything.
0: Oh um, poor Christo man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, least favorite and I think I'd join you in this is uh is Um I know she's more tolerable in the remake but she is just a total brat in the original dragon warrior 7 on playstation i just can't like realistically i think i think the hero and kiefer probably would have ditched her in the first cave she was that annoying
0: oh most definitely i mean that that you know it's funny as a trope in games but i could you just imagine that in real life having that kind of attitude following you around like yeah like the bratty little sister kind of like (laughs) <laughs> you, you know what? Head back home. We got this. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we can outrun you for a little bit. And right. we we'll you, know you when
1: you're a little bit older. Yep. Yep.
0: So, uh, I, I think when you asked me that question, our answers might be quite similar. Right. There. So, um, you're podcasting now. We're podcasting here. Yep. yep. Uh We met on the Dragon's Den. Yep. And we've met in real life, we, we've mm-hmm. met through the Dragon's Den, though, and our fandom. What are other things that you've done online? What, what are some other things you've done online, for, with, about Dragon's Quest? What's your Dragon Quest history online?
1: Sure. Um, well, I guess I, I was part of the old Enix forums back in the late 90s, early 2000s when, uh, this is like before the merger and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when, I guess when the Game Boy Color games were coming out, and that's around the time when I first discovered like, uh, emu- the emulation and everything. And, uh, um, that the fact that Dragon Quest five and six were translated by fans and I was learning how to like patch ROMs and, and I, it was, it was kind of my, the rebirth of my fandom. I'd kind of fallen out after Dragon Quest five never got released in, in the, uh, for the super Nintendo. Um, but I was such a huge fan of the series, I kind of came back to it and, and then found out the fan base was still going strong. And, um, uh, so I used to chat on those forums a little bit until, uh, until the merger happened and they got shut down. Um, I've co-hosted a couple of con- contests uh, and, uh, with you through Dragon's Den, including the mm-hmm. annual DQ Pumpkin Carving. Um, and we used to have this recurring brag Your DQ Swag uh, photo contest. Uh, which Westy helped us to promote. Um, recently, I was a guest host on the Puff Puff Hour to uh, the podcast uh, Puff, Puff, Puff Puff Hour podcast to talk about uh, Dragon Quest Nine multiplayer, um, which is uh, something I also help organize uh, for semi regular meetups at uh, Nintendo New York, and mm-hmm. um, and I run a mail and tag uh, DQ Nine service to help people who are having trouble getting access to the DLC. Uh, locked content in dq9 since the servers came down
0: cool were you ever on a slime com back when that was a thing
1: um i was for a little bit but then there was like part of me i was just uh i was so bombed out basically that that the old nx forums were taken down (laughs) so when slime lights came along i was like ah it's not the same but uh i do i did uh, keep in touch with like a lot of the folks um, uh, that I used to talk to like back in the day on um, on the old Annex forums and mm-hmm. um, a handful that migrated over to Slime Nights. But I guess I... those things, you know, when it comes to um, forums like that, there's kind of a shelf life for official forums like that because. Um, but you know, the Slime Nights went went out. That went dark a couple years after uh 8s release for PS. <laughs> yeah.
0: They promoted, was it the original Joker or the second Joker? And then that was it.
1: Yeah. So they did two,
0: And that was, boom, gone.
1: Right, right, right. So I figure, I mean, the what I like about Dragon's Den is, is that that's fan run. And that's not going anywhere. You know, that's that's going to stick around for a while. Um, yes. This just turned into a commercial for Dragon's Den.
0: Hey, <laughs> as well as good. Um, Woodus, Brian... If you don't know him out there, he has been running the Dragon's Den. Uh, I was talking to him the other... He, he was down here in Florida. We went out for a drink a few weeks ago, and he was reminiscing with me, and he said that he's a couple weeks, a couple months away from having run the Dragon's Den for half his life. So... <laughs> wow. And he's like, uh, he's in his 40s, so its it's been going strong for a long time. And uh, I met his sons, and he was like, oh, you know, I hope one of these guys takes it over one day, <laughs> but...
1: he's not not looking to retire
0: anytime soon luckily but uh oh man that's hilarious uh, yeah (laughs) you know what (laughs) yeah he he mentioned that He was like "Eh, it's been almost half my life i've been doing this
1: nice
0: but all right so i mentioned earlier you got married in japan you lived over there for a while um and obviously the fandom over there is way different than the fandom over here i mean here we got us on a Skype call here from Florida to New York. That's the only way we got a couple fans able to talk about it over there. You could probably throw a rock out the window and hit a Dragon Quest fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or at least something Dragon Quest. What What are the some of the cool things that you've seen or done um, on your trips to Japan?
1: Sure. Um, uh, I mean, there's a, There's a lot There's a lot of great Dragon Quest events. And like (laughs) themed venues in Japan, so you've got like the Artnia, which is like one half store, one half cafe. Uh, and like, so you walk in, and just like the whole left side of the wall is like Dragon Quest plushies and merch and everything. And then they've got the cafe on the right side. And uh, while you're sitting waiting for your slime pancakes, uh, you could be up and like just perusing the merch, the whole like that. It's just such a fantastic uh, experience. Uh, Luida's Bar as well. Um, the Dragon Quest Bar. I've, I've met met up uh, with a couple of fans um, there in the past. Uh, I've taken my wife on a date there, <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> um, my wife and I also went to see uh, went to go to uh, Universal Studios in Osaka to uh, mm-hmm. the Dragon Quest: The Real, which was kind of a precursor to their VR. Um, so they had a lot of, uh, it was, they had some animatronics, um, uh, like they had a giant, uh, dragon Lord towards the end of it, um, that was just like a giant kind of mechanical puppet, um, that looked like dragon Lord and you're, you're slashing essentially like a Wii remote at it, um, uh, you know, with, with goggles on to make it, um, look like a sword. Um. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. It was that kind of combination. Um, but then eventually it just went full on VR and you've got uh, Dragon Quest uh, VR in uh, at a place in Shinjuku, uh, which actually Pendy is over there right now. And he said it moved. Uh, so we'll get some information uh, on that. Hopefully we'll get him on the podcast soon. Yes. Um, yeah, because I know he's over there to uh, to see the Dragon Quest Your Story movie. So we really want to get his feedback on that.
0: Yeah, definitely been following all his uh, pictures on the uh, Dragon Questers Facebook group and just being yeah. friends with him on Facebook and seeing all the cool stuff he's been doing this week.
1: Yeah, definitely. Is he, he's on Twitter too, right?
0: You know what? I don't know if I follow him on Twitter.
1: I think he is. My gosh, I better, check that.
0: Uh, I better get yeah, going with my Twitter yeah, there.
1: We, we didn't do our Twitter homework before this.
0: No, uh, we did not. Sorry, sorry. Right
1: um but yeah so other thing other pop-up events and stuff like that the dqv vr was a, a ton of fun it was a completely exhausting um but really fun like you're you're decked out in all this vr gear just like a vest um they give you this big bulky kind of uh plastic shield thing um and a, and a sword hilt um and then put a put goggles and an earpiece over you and you walk into this giant room and then there's just monsters coming at you from various directions. So you have to like be turning around and like looking basically 360. I mean, uh, my wife wasn't there for that one. Uh, she, she sat out for that one. And, uh, but, um, they gave me, since I was the only one there online, they gave me like a staff priest. So they had someone from, uh, um, they just had a a random, um, staff employee come to be my priest. And, uh, um, and was basically just healing me the whole time. But I think I ended up dying during the Zoma fight at the end of VR, but it was still just a ton of fun. And I was completely exhausted during like the first, after the first battle. And that was just slimes. <laughs> so I'm, just like, I'm slashing away. And then I, my heart's pounding and I'm like, Holy crap, I'm out of shape. I'm a dad. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah, it was, it was just crazy. Um, but it was so much fun, and I feel like I'd be in really good shape if I could do that regularly.
0: <laughs> well, sounds like we got a theme going here. Fighting Zoma sucks.
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. That's the second Zoma
0: fight. In pretty much any know. incarnation here.
1: Yeah. Um, Anything else? And, yeah, I, and then I guess I... Um, anything with DQ themed food is always fun, but like the dragon quest museum in 2016 was probably my favorite out of, out of all of it. It was just like, it was such a great homage uh, to everything from the main series one through 10 at the time, Mm -hmm. just through like art artwork, miniatures um, and like replica armor and and everything. Um, And you couldn't take a photo of everything, but I snuck a couple where you weren't supposed to.
0: Nice. (laughs) Breaking the rules. So speaking of like the miniatures and replicas, do you have any of that stuff or uh, what, what's some cool pieces of memorabilia you got? Cause I mean, you, you've been there, you've had a chance not to pay $700 through uh, ah. Amazon Japan or whatever. Right.
1: Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to pin down um, like favorite merch. Um, I usually, I guess I kind of have a top three, but it's like a, a three way tie. Um, I was uh, I was buying merch from someone on Dragon's Den probably about five or six years ago, and he actually sold me a, a 1987 Mirror of Ra uh, that was given out to like the NX employees when Dragon Quest II came out in Japan. Um, Is it an
0: actual mirror? Can you?
1: Yeah, it's a mirror. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, was, I took a photo of it uh, for Westy. Um, there's like a on his uh, page. So you'll see like uh, him staring into the mirror, but that's an actual mirror. Uh, that's cool yeah and it's got like the date on it it's got some runes i think i took a picture of it recently uh, a couple months ago and put it on and a bunch of the fans uh like chimed in to help translate some of it um i forget what it said but yeah interesting Uh, Uh, that's definitely unique yeah something about drinking your ovateen um (laughs) but uh yeah so um and then i like that that's uh, that's such an amazing like little piece of history because uh, you know, they they have other mirror mirror of raz that are available in Japan but this one came out like specifically for the first game that featured it, um, and uh, I guess I, on the night I met my uh, my brothers my brothers-in-law, uh, mm-hmm. one of one of them asked me like what DQ merch I was having trouble finding and uh, I told him the 25th anniversary DQ Saki. And uh, and so he went, he just like went on his phone and found it on like a random Japanese auction site in like two minutes, <laughs> just got it for <laughs> me. Uh, and he kept saying like he's like oh we, we got to drink the sake and I was like oh yeah yeah let's let's do that. <laughs> and then I just ended up smuggling it home. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> so and then
0: you did it and never mention it again.
1: Yeah yeah. <laughs> awesome. I, I, yeah, I mean, you you could find the bottle, the empty bottle that somebody drank online. You find it for like two hundred bucks, and that's mm-hmm. without the sake in it. And wow, uh, yeah, I don't like I I don't know I don't know how well this will keep after all this time, but we'll see. Maybe someday. The <laughs> um, sake age like wine? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I got to meet uh, Yuji Hori in the summer of uh, 2018 at Anime Expo in L.A. Um, So I just took a spontaneous trip out there to meet him. Um, I had to sell a bunch of like merch and stuff just to get the plane tickets. And my wife was like super supportive of it. Uh, She knew this would mean like the world to me. It's kind of a rite of passage. So like she told me to go for it. And I was like, all right, I'm already on the plane. (laughs) Uh, So I flew out to L.A. for like less than 24 hours just to meet him. And then I like uh i just like after meeting him i just bounced and went back to new york to help my wife with our one-year-old
0: <laughs> nothing like so, a cross-country trip yeah right but no that, um, that's that seemed like it was worth it i remember when you went out there that was that was pretty cool
1: yeah i was i got to meet soma qz who is uh you probably um have seen his name around before he's mm-hmm. a, a twitch streamer but he is also uh pretty instrumental in um, and spending the ear of uh, the Dragon Quest 10 developers a couple of years ago, and actually like getting them into a dialogue about like, well, what if we did release it to the U.S. And, you know and he had this whole thing going where people submit support tickets, and and they just like uh, submit support tickets that say, hey, we want Dragon Quest 10 in the West, and uh, we basically just bombarded them as a big fan campaign, and it got their attention. It didn't unfortunately amount to anything but it got their attention so
0: did he send out the postcards
1: uh, i think it? that might have Some... been ignasia i think that was ignasia seven
0: right, somebody sent me postcards years ago and you know i wrote my name and i wrote my wife's name on it wrote a friend's name and address on it and mailed them in but someone like i remember being on the den and someone brought it up and actually had pre-printed postcards with the <sighs> hey please bring Dragon Quest over to the West. And
1: right, right. I, yeah, I remember I will
0: like, I'll take some, sure, send me a few.
1: All right, well, if that was anybody here, I think it was Ignatia, but if it was anybody else, feel free to chime in on the on the new Twitter feed we got.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a couple different ways, and we'll tell you at the end of the episode how to get in touch with us. Um, one way, we're going to definitely have something on the Dragon's Den forum, and if you are looking to talk Dragon Quest and want something more than a little discord discussion that goes you get lost 10 minutes later you come back 100 messages or (laughs) if you're not into twitter and not into that instant gratification but want to post a message and come back you know like we used to do in 2010 um definitely go over and visit the dragon's den we'll tell you more about that later though um so seems like a lot of fun stuff that you have done Got a lot of good merchandise. Um, We'll kind of wrap it up here. Sure. Your interview, do something about the music. Because I know the the big three with Dragon Quest is obviously the artwork, the games themselves, and the music are a big deal. So do you have, like, three favorite Dragon Quest music tracks or top three that you really enjoy?
1: Yeah. um, I've I've loved even the 8-bit stuff. Like, I just... I hear the melody and you go like wow that's a really cool tune and then it just once you hear it an orchestral version of it it's just fantastic it just it, um, translates really well to, to an or- a full orchestra um, so definitely uh, the Unknown Castle which is the Zenithian castle theme from Dragon Quest 4 um, mm-hmm. Heavenly Flight which is featured in both uh, Dragon Quest 3 and 8 which is like the Phoenix Ramia theme the uh, when, you're fl- when you're flying over the land, um, and uh, just the castle theme from Dragon Quest II is really, really pretty amazing. If I Excellent. could do it again, if I could get married again, we'd get a, a quartet and have it, them play all of that stuff. Uh, we did. We did talk about it, but we we're like, yeah. At the end of the day, we we're like, yeah, that's way too expensive. You <laughs> so didn't we, go there. We didn't. No. we didn't do a, a full quartet.
0: My wife and I went to a wedding, I want to say four weeks before we got married. One of her friends got married and we went to a wedding and the music was all, we, we were like, this is weird. Like they picked, I, I mean, it's probably, mu- obviously it was music they liked, but I think w- we were in our thirties, um, early thirties, late twenties. And so were the people that got married, but everybody else that was there was really old. And all the music they picked, first of all, the old, the older people were not dancing to what they picked. We were like, what the hell is this music? And all I remember is it was about an hour and a half, two hours away from where we lived. So the entire drive home, my wife and I planned out our whole thing. And it reminded me today, I walked into um, an area, walked into a room. We were having a meeting at work. And I don't know why it was playing, but the Superman theme was playing. And I walked in, and I was like, hey, this is just like my wedding, because we planned it all out. I walked into the Superman theme. Um, We had the Ring Bearers came down with um, music from, gosh, what the Tom Cruise spy movies. Um, God, I can't even think of what those are now. Oh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. They came in with the Mission Impossible. They had the glasses on. We had the one kid handcuffed to a suitcase with the rings in it. I, we we walked out to Akuna matata we oh, yeah. had we had planned so many fun things and honestly we probably wouldn't have done that had we not been to a really shitty musical wedding a month before so luckily our dj was very much in tune and with now, that now
1: that's on the podcast forever and your friends yeah. are listening to that
0: you know what they got divorced so oh well that you know what you have crappy music that's what happens all right. Well, speaking hey, of on. getting married. Yeah, speaking of getting married. This is going to be a fun little thing. I, when we were discussing this podcast for the past month or two, uh I, this came about through some probably very inappropriate discussions and it got boiled down to something a little bit funnier.
1: Um yeah. I think it's based the, on the it's based on like that old Howard Stern game, but yeah.
0: So, we're going to play a little game here. It's pretty quick, but our game is called Marry, Thwack, Puff Puff. I'm going to give you three choices, Liam. I'm going to give okay. you three Dragon Quest people, and you got to decide who to marry, mm-hmm. who to thwack, and yep. if you're new to Dragon Quest, that means
1: you're going to kill them.
0: Okay, and, yeah, yeah. Or, or attempt to. you know, It doesn't right. always yeah, work. Yeah, that's but
1: true. Let's, let's, like, let's consider it thwack, like a successful yeah. thwack.
0: A successful thwack, yeah. and puff puff and if you don't know what puff puff is you know open up open (laughs) up a google incognito window you know dragon quest puff puff hey it's dragon quest it's family friendly it's not going to be too bad but um it's pretty funny let's just say it's the uh dragon quest equivalent of uh having a little bit of fun with the ladies Um, so all right or
1: guys i mean in dragon quest heroes if you want that trophy, if you want that uh, that uh, puffington puff host puff, you have to. <laughs> you That's... Have to puff off all the dudes as well. But uh, you do. Um, also, an homage to Dragon Quest Three, Uh right, yeah. which is the first like uh, the first one I remember where they had like that, you know, lights go off and then <laughs> and then they come back on and it's like a dude and he's like, oh, what'd you think? You know? <laughs> uh,
0: yes young lady lures you up just to have her father give you a yeah puff, puff That's, time.
1: yeah <laughs> there's so many great 11 has so many great moments like that
0: oh uh, it, and of course i think one of the best parts of 11 is when they do that exact thing they totally <laughs> go back and it's in the <laughs> desert town just like it was in dragon quest 3 and the yeah. exact same team plays out 25
1: years later yeah. but all right so liam
0: here you go you're you're people
1: hold on i got a question are we yes. Are we considering this, am I getting the Puff Puff, or am I giving it?
0: Oh, gosh, I could really play a difference in the uh, way you think about it. You're going to get it, because I've picked okay. three feature
1: characters for yeah, you. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. We, I just uh, We didn't really talk about that, I just wanted to make sure.
0: We may not be as generous to future uh, <laughs> people that we have on here. Depends we how just, much you like them, yeah.
1: you know? Every, everyone who just signed up immediately signed off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll,
0: I'll give you a little bit of a layup here all right so okay. Mary whack puff puff yeah. your people are dragon quest 2 the princess of moonbrook okay dragon quest 3 in the, the female form or oh you know what we'll we'll go with let's, the uh, you you have, have the mirror
1: of rot home you yeah. have a <laughs> rot home so
0: she is a full human princess okay so good. human princess of moonbrook female dragon quest 3 hero and the okay. female Dragon Quest Four hero.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well, I just, I just did my most recent playthrough of DQ Four with Sophia, the female hero. Uh, oh, so yeah, okay. I would definitely. She'd be a Mary. Okay. Um, yeah, she'd be Mary definitely. Um. Uh, I probably whack Princess of Moonbrook because she had. She had the most powerful spells in Dragon Warrior 2, but they'd often fail. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> uh, and she, yeah, wasn't, who, who was the one, wasn't it like, I think it was, I think it was uh, Kanik, actually, who, he was the only one with the revive spell in the original. Is that the one? And yet he's the one who and died would, all the time. He would always die first. So. Um, well, the but, yeah, I think they might have given Moonbrook the revive spell in like the remake, but...
0: That's athlete, just familiar I, for the, uh, yeah, eight forty one, but the mobile from the Dragon Quest or from the Super Nintendo version. I don't know, but
1: you. yeah, Steve, I, I just, it's just familiar. I remember having like Moonbrook learning Explodet. Uh, I forget what it's called in the remake, but it's like the most powerful explosion spell in Dragon Warrior 2. And is and that Kaboom? Like, oh man, yeah, probably Kaboom or Kaboom-el, And I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, it's on now, and then it just failed <laughs> half the time. I tried to use it. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I'd probably thwack, yeah, I'd thwack I'd Moonbrook and then uh, puff, puff, uh the female uh, DQ3 here. All right. Should I so, say the name, or is that a spoiler I, at this point?
0: I, I was going to say 25 years later, I, I think we're pretty good if you say the name.
1: Yeah, I guess because like the character Erdrick is is in Smash now, so like it's pretty. People know who that character is, and they know.
0: I was gonna say you might not have even played a Dragon Quest game, and you kind of may know the history of that one. Yeah. Yet. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So,
1: that's 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 it. All wow, right.
0: thwa- thwacking Moonbrook because sometimes her spells fail.
1: Uh, I mean, oh, if you're not consistent. Got some high standards there. If you're not consistent, <laughs> then you know, get me someone who is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So moving on. That's not too cold, is it? <laughs> uh. All right. So, um, so Matt, how, how did you get into Dragon Quest?
0: Uh, we kind of touched on it earlier, but I got it from Nintendo Power. Um, back in the day, you know, not a lot of people were like you. Not a lot of people ran out to buy. Dragon Warrior 1. Um, for the well, Nintendo if I knew business. I was
1: going to get it for free, <laughs>
0: yeah. I
1: might have hold, held out.
0: So apparently, what is it? Nintendo ended up with a whole bunch of copies of that game and uh, didn't know what to do with it. So uh, I when saw did it. did that happen today? Uh, you know, physical. Uh, it's because of digital. That's why I blame digital. Oh, they
1: have too many Nintendo Switches. we got to get rid of these. Uh, that's the truth. <laughs> Yeah, back in the day, back in the 80s,
0: um, probably 89, it might have been the year that you got it, but I remember I, I didn't have Nintendo Power, but friends did, and somebody was like, hey, look, you can get a free game if you get Nintendo Power, and I'm like, well, I wanted Nintendo Power anyway, so I asked my parents, and they're like, nope, too bad and knowing that my grandparents who lived just a couple doors down were always on the lookout and always asking me like hey what do you want for christmas um and i honestly think it might have been summer or early fall and i mentioned it to my grandmother like hey you know i'd really like this never really thought about it again whatever It, it didn't come in the mail so i was like oh well um and then christmas day comes and i open a box over my grandparents house and there's like five copies of Nintendo power that she's been <laughs> sent to her house and right on top is dragon warrior one. And I'm like, nice. Oh my gosh. I remember very quickly. Cause it was only two doors down running home and man, I played the hell out of that game huh. for the next year. It's funny to think now that you can go through that game in like 10 hours, but thinking back at that game, I remember bringing, I was in middle school and back then those games all came with maps and little, adventurer's guides and there was a a piece of like a card that came in there a laminated card with all the spells on it all the weapons and i had friends who would have that at school and we'd be looking over it talking about it and like oh are we gonna get this weapon or we gonna get that weapon and you know what there was like seven weapons if that (laughs) (laughs) thinking about games nowadays and like you know oh there's a hundred different recipes in here to make all these different things like I sat at school and we, like, agonized over how are we going to get 300 gold to get the Iron Armor or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, now all those guides are just online.
0: Yep. Uh, Even the guidebooks, they're gone. Right. RIP, man, Uh, I have so
1: many of them. So what's what's your favorite game in the series?
0: Um, I think we pretty much agree on this one. I'd say if we're going classic for the... NES, definitely 4. Um, that was the last game that we had for many, many years. And I remember getting that in high school. And even all the way through college, that, that six, seven years, that was the only Dragon Quest I, game I had for a while. And until I got into emulation right after college and learned that, oh my gosh, Dragon Quest 5 and 6 are out there and people yeah. have translated it and I could do this. But yeah. definitely Dragon Quest 4, if we're talking... The classic classic five is amazing the story the overarching three generation story and everything that goes on there and Mm -hmm. it had monster recruiting which is i love monster recruiting i love the monster games and everything and it makes
1: it makes sense too like five is is it feels the plot feels like a movie it's like a massive uh revenge story that starts from childhood
0: only they made a movie of
1: it yeah, if only, you know? <laughs> <It's> only. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it makes sense you're that the, right, first, it's... the first major Dragon Quest, like, movie release would be about five.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the fans in general, while well, there may be debate about which one's the best, if you just said, based on story. Based on what, story, right, right. Probably five. Best, you're going to get half the fans or more saying five. Yeah, yeah definitely. 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 But I, I will say, Dragon Quest Eleven. Was made to be like the culmination or the best of the best of everything they've done so far, mm-hmm. and you know now that I've had about a year to think about it, let it sink in. Yeah, I, I know I was saying this at the time, but I was kind of like hesitantly saying it. But I mean, now that there's a little almost nostalgia factor since it's already coming out with the definitive edition a year later, definitely Dragon Quest XI. I mean, if,
1: yeah, I agree, I agree. I mean, if it's, you could play still... one
0: Dragon Quest game, that'd
1: be it. Definitely, that's that's a really good starter game if you haven't played a DQ game before. I know there's like a, a bunch of uh, different opinions going around of like you know playing in in this order and, or you know, that order or, you know start at one and go all the way through. Um, it's uh, it's a long haul to do it that way. Um, there's a lot I, of uh,
0: If you're a modern gamer, it's really tough to say. Hey, start with one and see if you like it. Yeah, that's not a modern game.
1: Right, right. Yeah, even even the mobile versions, um, they're they're good remakes. But um, to go to have to go through like one through even seven, and seven is massively long before you get to eight, which has really more of a modern feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's asking a lot um i would say i would say try 11 if you really love it and you probably really will then go back and ask for recommendations um and there's nine more
0: games that are pretty much like it that you might like too yeah
1: uh (laughs) the battle the battles are going to be different um but i'd say if you really loved 11 you want something that's very similar to it eight is a good one definitely really great story go with five and if you want really great characters go with four Oh, Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I don't disagree. Um, uh, Any games that uh, you haven't gotten around to playing in the series that you want to?
0: So, have you asked me this in May? I would say yes, Dragon Quest Builders. Okay. Um, Three years ago, that came out. I played it through Chapter 1 and 2. It just wasn't really resonating with me, and I don't really play a lot on my PS4 with two young kids it was just not something that I could sit and play for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. Um, With the announcement of dragon quest builders two and that getting close, I actually plowed on my Vita through dragon quest builders one in about 12 days. Uh I must, I, there were some nights, and we were on vacation and I would just spend some nights like four or five hours. Once the kids went to bed, I'd stay up to like 2. AM playing. Uh And honestly, that's it. I have, i've played every game in english um i played mori mori the first one um i just last year i sat down over the spring over the course of uh the spring and i played uh dragon quest um what is it the remake terry's wonderland of the first monsters game played that for about 50 hours and turned right around and played joker three for another 50 hours um just, I played them all. I played a few in Japanese. I remember when the DS games were coming out, I had a emulation thing for my DS system. That game was so easily, or that system was so easily hacked that I. I the day that Dragon Quest IV dropped in Japan, someone found out that there was the English script built in. And I got that, <laughs> and I was playing that mostly in english the party chat wasn't translated uh-huh. but mo- all the menus and all the regular chat was i played right through um in english the day it was released for the ds in japan so okay. i mean i've played them all uh, it, there hasn't been a single english release now that i've beat builders 1 that i have not played through to, to completion
1: nice i love we we joke around a lot with builders 2 or builders in general too mm-hmm. but uh um, because like our design skills are mutually just not up to par with what, what we see on like the Facebook groups, the Dragon Quest uh, blog, the Facebook group, they are yeah, amazing. They're, uh, they're amazing. Yeah. If you, if you are not already, uh, joined up to the builders Facebook group, absolutely hop on and, uh, and take a look at some of the designs there because they're absolutely fantastic. Uh, they put my castle, my dirt castle to shame.
0: <laughs> dirt castle i got dirt rectangles that's about it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh yeah dragon quest builders and builders 2 are both very fun i wish i had more time to play builders 2 um but i'm still very early on in it um with mm-hmm. what little time i have to play at home now with a two-year-old running around um and a four hour four hours of commuting a day um so oh, i get it to and from work but uh whew, yep so, I mean, mostly what I've been playing is uh, um, 4 and 5 on the DS mm-hmm. uh, at the moment. So, uh, what um, what is your favorite or least favorite character in the series?
0: Uh, least favorite character. I'm going to completely agree with you. And we're going to pronounce some of these things a little differently. We were talking before the show that some of us have never discussed dragon quest out loud speaking before so you were calling her what mary bell, M- mary, bell. mary bell and see i've always called her maribel Mar- maribel That's what I sound. who knows does, does she have is it spoken in it should be in
1: oh and, and heroes too heroes too probably yeah but then you know i don't i don't like sorrow sorrow's name in heroes one is sometimes like sorrow and pizarro Mm -hmm. you know like depending on which voice actors voicing it i I don't even think they talked about it ahead of time
0: (laughs) sometimes you take a silent p sometimes you don't you know yeah
1: (laughs) but uh, about uh, the letter
0: (laughs) 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 definitely definitely the letter we're keeping it clean here well not really we've already had mary thwack puff puff um maribel definitely my least favorite character I, i think one of my favorite threads on the Dragon's Den in the past few years was Maribel sucks. And every now and then <laughs> shout out to uh, our member Eel over there for starting the whole people suck like things, but yeah. Oh yeah. Maribel, not my favorite, you know, it, it not a fan of
1: and those kind the, of
0: personalities in games,
1: you know, devil's advocate, you know, she is better in the remake. You're right. Yeah. She's, she's it like, was they, down. they down the brattiness definitely
0: although I um, the second in the remake the second I could ditch her and never take her back I did I never used her I know so many people will take her back when you can because she's got so many more skills than the party member that joins after her
1: uh, that
0: it's like my gosh do you want to take back someone at a higher level with more job classes mastered I I, <laughs> I was like no I played through that game three times completely and and twice, I never touched her the second I had a choice to. <laughs> um, the first time, I really didn't know better. I was like, whatever. She's five levels higher and has mastered three more jobs. So, yes, yeah. bring her back to my party. On other okay. playthroughs, there was a, like, nope, stay at home. <laughs> Just go by. What about uh, uh, favorite? Favorite character? Um, I'll have to say almost the entire cast of Dragon Quest IV. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's really hard. To pick a difference between Christo or Kirill as he's now known yep. uh Taloon mm-hmm. is hilarious um and Dragon Quest Eight Yankus I mean if I had to pick somebody other than a Dragon Quest IV character it would definitely be Yankus from Dragon Quest Eight. so yeah, uh,
1: they, there's
0: a bunch of good ones there
1: cool so um so what what have you done online uh for with or about Dragon Quest
0: so I've been a member of the Dragon's Den for, gosh, 12, 13 years. Um, took a couple year break um, when life was rough, but I've been there. I've got 22,000 posts on the Dragon's Den. Um, probably 20,000 of them are complete bullshit. So sorry, you don't <laughs> have to read it. I've ever read. <laughs> but um, after the Slime Knights website shut down, um, after promoting Joker and Dragon Quest Eight, after that shut down, one of the coolest things that I remember about that website is they had contests. And I loved participating in the contests that Slime Knights have. Actually, I think the uh, Dragon Quest Eight shirt that I wore when we met, that was, I won one by winning contests and trading in points that I'd earned on Slime Knights. And I used to do so much of those. I had the uh, Dragon Quest the slime controller for the ps2 that i won by winning enough contests or placing in enough contests you earned points on the old slime knights website oh, awesome. and i traded it in around for... yeah <laughs> that, it was pretty cool i mean i i didn't participate in the forums there very much because i was really committed to the dragon's den at the time uh uh-huh. um and it was like, okay, I'd post a few times, but all the contests I love. So when that shut down, I brought the idea of contests over to the Dragon's Den. And...
1: And Wootus said, said uh, yeah, sure, whatever.
0: Yeah, he was like, <laughs> yeah, do it. You know, really haven't sent out prizes. You get a little badge for it if you win something. But, um, yeah, I started that many years ago. Uh, I know King Zenith and um, Demacrobot took that over when I disappeared. Um throughout the years i've come back we don't really run a lot anymore i'll be honest about two years ago we would be doing contests we now call them quests we'd be running them and
1: if five people participated that would be amazing yeah. so yeah i remember that but i i think one of the ones that got people pretty amped up was the the brag your dq swag and the yeah. whole idea of it was to like like look if we can get square enix attention at, like, look how many, look at all this stuff, the swag that people are importing from Japan because they can't get it here. You know? Yeah. And, and like, if, if, and we we got enough of their attention that, like, one year, I think it was the, uh, might have been the Builder's release, they actually had DQ merch at New York Comic Con, which is, like, unheard of. You know, like, they, wow. they, they had only, like, only uh, Final Fantasy merch there before then, and like, now. Uh, I mean, it was only, two large slime plushies, but it was still something. Two more than zero, right? Yeah, two is more than zero. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So, so, yeah. Um, So, what are your top uh, three favorite uh, Dragon Quest music tracks?
0: Oh, geez. Dragon Quest music.
1: (laughs) It's good. Uh I
0: like it. I can't don't believe I've ever listened to a single track outside of the games. Oh, my and heart. even in the games, I <laughs> probably listen to it about 10% of the time. Okay. I'm I'm such a distracted gamer. I'll watch Netflix while I'm playing. Or if I, Nowadays, if I'm playing, it's mainly in the middle of the night when my wife and kids are asleep, so I, I know I could put on headphones, but I'm really lazy, and I don't always sure. have them nearby, and I don't move. But uh, I'll be honest, I, I couldn't tell you a single uh, <laughs> a single track name. I love the themes, especially. Yeah. I love all the sound effects. I think for more than 10 years now, um, the Dragon Quest level-up sound has been my email sound on my phone. Yeah. I've had so many of those throughout the years. I remember, and this goes all the way back to when the original Joker came out, or not even Joker, um, Fortune Street, mm-hmm. when that came out for the Wii I remember one time I didn't have my phone turned down and I was teaching and it went off and one of the kids was like, hey, I have this game Fortune Street. That's a sound from Fortune Street. Uh, (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, it is. It's also from like 20 other games (laughs) before that. But he was he was failing in math before that. (laughs) So I I couldn't tell you a single uh, name of a track. I do enjoy it. I enjoy it in the games. I think it's fine. I love the MIDI. I love the orchestral. Don't really have a preference there. All right. Probably because I just it doesn't it it's not something I'll listen to on its own. But it's good. It's good.
1: All right. All right. Friendship over. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: Um Yangus would say the same thing. Zachary. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, exactly. Not that what is, I say. Oh, what you say. Be i be like I friends just, to- I I said yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Zachary, Zachary, Zachary. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So what is what is your favorite Dragon Quest mini game? You know, like slime race or slime curling or any of the, yeah, you know, the or casino games.
0: The casino games. Honestly, yeah. I will spend hours upon hours in the casino. Um. When I was younger, Dragon Quest Four on the NES. Yeah. I, probably half the times I hit the reset probably 90% of the times I hit the reset, but cause I mean, how many times did you reset that? Um, but 90% of the resets on my original Nintendo were because I was playing, um, the video poker in dragon quest four, trying to earn tokens and failing, uh, but yeah, the, the those RNGs. rare times I win, I would always do the, what is it? The double or nothing. Where it'd give you one card and you could pick five yep. other ones and try to get it.
1: Yeah, oh man, you I pick, you have to pick the higher card.
0: Yeah, high low. Yeah. It was always higher. It was always higher on that one. Yeah. But man, I 10, 20, 30 hours of my life was probably spent because I I think I played through that four or five, six times on the original yeah. intent just because of all the years between that and when we got something else but i would spend hours on the casino and to this day i do too the matching game in uh dragon quest 7 oh my gosh i would sit with a <laughs> paper and draw out the grids and just go crazy with
1: that yeah um the and now yeah, the poker poker in, in four i mean the rng is just really unforgiving in that in that particular game i remember that just you know, you're trying to get the uh it's usually like some sort of uh metal armor or something, like metal king shield or, or helmet or something. And uh Yeah. It's it's just uh it's a little unnerving to like spend that much time and uh and like uh and completely just miss it out.
0: Yeah. Nowadays i mainly play the roulette. I feel that one's got a little uh you can bet a lot of money. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. To, it's not an all or nothing. You know, you okay. can put a chips all over and sometimes get lucky, sometimes just keep going at least. You, you, you're you not all done. It's not always a win or lose, everything at once. Yeah. But yeah. love the casino.
1: Love the casino. Yeah, so any any games in the series that didn't really resonate with you?
0: Uh, I think main game, definitely Dragon Quest Six. It's something I've beaten three times. Mm-hmm. And it's a Dragon Quest game. I enjoy it. But in terms of the main game series, I think that was kind of the one where it was just, they maybe tried to do too much. We're like, hey, let's throw in another world. Hey, let's throw in a dark world. And let's put in job classes. Let's put in monster recruiting. And just so (laughs) much. And the dream world. And now you've got two of these characters and they were, oh my gosh. It was Yeah. And it didn't give a lot of direction. I don't need I don't need <laughs> linearity, but it was a little too open world for me.
1: Yeah, so I, I, that's what I liked about about. It. I like the character designs and everything, and all the di- all the um, all the different characters. But yeah, I can completely understand that reaction. That as soon as you get the boat.
0: Yeah, not in any like, way do I say it's a crap game and nobody yeah, should play it. But I right. just think for me that was kind of the lower one, and the Dragon Quest Builders two side games. I do enjoy them. I would probably go to any other side series in the Dragon Quest universe before it. I love it, but we were talking about the uh, the that Dragon Quest Builders group on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I look at those things, and yeah, I'm building dirt rectangles. <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy the game. I love all the callbacks to Dragon Quest 1 and Dragon Quest 2 in yeah. the two games, but I, I teach math, I teach robotics, I teach coding. I'm really that stereotypical left brain kind of person i don't have the artistic bone in my body so while i enjoy the game for what it is it's not something that i'm spending a lot of extra time making stuff on
1: that's it um all right so what what is your favorite dragon quest pun
0: (laughs) what's funny is i think i've talked about this on two other podcasts on rp gamers because we brought it up before but this was one that I, i think Brian Woodis had to point out to me years later or somebody did and it we didn't get it but in Dragon Quest 9 there's the uh, town called Zier, and it's Mm -hmm. Z-E-R-E and you know nothing really you you solve a problem there you move on but later on in the game you come across a guy who had lived in Zier, something happened he was kicked out of the town or he left because some woman he loved was gone or some, I can't remember the exact plot, but he, yeah, he had such good memories of this town that he went to high on a mountain as hermit and he carved the entire town out of rock. And there's the exact copy of that town in the game, but just built out of rock. It's all gray. Everything's made out of rock. He's even like chiseled people, I think in the different areas. And when you go to cast, um, the Zoom spell to go back to it, it's called Xerox, or Xerox. Yeah. And when I say it out loud right now, you hear it. Xerox. Right. Xerox is a copy. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's the company that makes copy machines. Xerox. Zero but never having said that out loud, it was years later until I was like, Oh my God, you've got a copy of the town and the town's <laughs> called Xero and the copy's called Xerox. All right. So that was that hit years later, um, yeah. That's and like I, a joke grenade. It is. It is. That one took a while to explode, but yeah. I, I stepped on that one years later, and it was still active. Yeah. Uh, more recently, there's a great one in Dragon Quest Builders too, and it, it's not a plot spoiler or anything, but on the second island you go to, the second you get there, um, there's a golem, and his name is Goldie Rocks,
1: <laughs>
0: and throughout. It, it's builders too, and you're building stuff, and yeah. it's a mining one, and the miners are always, oh man! After we we're done every day in the mine, we need to relax. We need a bar. You gotta come on, man. We you need to build us a bar. <laughs> so throughout the throughout the story, you're building a bunch of different bars, and it just drops. One little NPC mentions it at the end that hey you know what you've completed this quest that you, you built this town up and now we got goldie rocks and the three bars and i'm like <laughs> second i saw that i was like boom that that was great uh, i mean the, the whole scenario it, it's it's hard to imagine that like something like that isn't planned so far ahead and i wonder right. how much puns are there in japanese compared to english
1: that's yeah, that's a good question, because there were a lot of like Drag Quest nine had a lot of Simpsons and well, not a lot, but like it had like Patty, Patty and Selma.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, those characters are not named that in the Japanese version. No, like by a long shot. But
0: but like uh, does the term bar in Japanese? Is it anywhere close to the word bear? Could that pun have worked in the Japanese? I don't know. Uh, but.
1: I could find that out. I know bear is Kuma. Uh, but I don't know bar.
0: So yeah, the Goldie Rocks three bars, pretty good.
1: It's just bar, actually. Luigi's bar. Yeah, I don't know. I'll ask ask Tomiko about it.
0: Those are my top two puns. Those are great. Love the series for the puns. Cool.
1: Yeah. All right, it's your turn now. Oh boy. Uh, Mary Thwack Puff puff. (laughs) Buff. All right, let's go with uh, let's go with um, Stella. Debra, and Maribel. Well, I, I can
0: thwack right off the bat. Let me I, I can take care of this right now. Maribel, bye-bye. Thwack. <laughs> With the rage inside of me for uh, her
1: behavior. I'm that, surprised that, you that didn't pick not... her for me. Because that was an obvious choice for you. It was an obvious choice, but... You, know, uh, you gave me a little bit more
0: of a layup here, so... Yeah. Um, gosh, the other two... Uh, that, that's an interesting. It's an interesting one. I don't know if I could deal with Deborah for a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> then again, Stella. I mean, I, I, she doesn't annoy me as much as the rest of probably the DQ fandom. Uh, so uh, I'll have to take marry her. I, I don't know how that would really work gonna, out. You're gonna
1: marry Stella? Yeah,
0: I'll marry Stella. <laughs> um, I mean, Deborah is an obvious puff puff choice okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, she, she's the hottie of, uh, <laughs> of
1: the DQ5 bride choices. Right. Is she, uh, she's a DS exclusive or is she in the mobile? I don't, I don't remember. She's I in, the mobile, like, the she in the from, mobile because uh, the mobile is based she's on the in, DS. Yeah, but she's not in the PS2 version.
0: Correct. She okay. was something new for the re-release or the, you know, remake of the remake. Right. Or was it a D make because the P the DS was the a PS little...
1: two came out before the DS version. Yes, it did. Okay. Yeah, I own the PS two version. I just haven't. Uh, I don't have a PS two boot disc or any way to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe someday. But uh, all right. Well, that's all the questions I have. Um, what else we got on the uh, coming down the pipeline?
0: All right. So. Uh... What you kind of touched on it earlier. What kind of Dragon Quest games have you been playing lately?
1: Lately, Um, well, I don't have a lot. I have a two-hour commute to work and then another two-hour commute back. Um, Mm -hmm. So, um, when I'm sitting on the train, if I'm not sleeping, I'm playing Dragon Quest IV uh, on my DS or on my mobile device. Um, Like I'm playing them simultaneously. Um, I was in chapter six on the DS and I'm in chapter two currently on the, uh, on my phone. Okay. Um, and it's just like, it depends, like if I'm on the subway, it's easier to grab my phone than my DS. If I'm on the train, I'll have the DS. Um, so I just recently beat the bonus dungeon for four. Um, five is the one I want to tackle next only because I've only beaten the DS version with Bianca as a bride.
0: So okay. I Good have choice. To,
1: yeah. The still right have to. <laughs> I'm a Nira fan. Oh, um, oh. I still have to go through. Right now, my current playthrough of five is for Nira, and then I'll play it again with uh, with Deborah. That'll okay. Be, that'll be an interesting one because I, I think she's the bride that I want the least. <laughs> Deborah. Uh,
0: the, the party chat. It is worth it yeah. for the party chat alone. Okay. She yeah, is. By far um, the
1: best. I think on uh, uh, on Puff Puff Hour they talk about like how she's like just really redeeming like over time. She there's like a lot of character development there. So it's just the initial like hardcore aggressiveness. I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> she,
0: she goes from Maribel to Bianca over the course. Maybe not quite to Bianca, but <laughs> right. she doesn't stay. She doesn't stay the Maribel character for very long.
1: Okay um so yeah so that's that's what i'm playing right now uh i have dragon Quest builders 2 at home but i don't get a lot of time to play at home because as soon as i get home i'm pretty much just putting my son in the tub and then put him to bed uh mm-hmm. i get like an, i get basically like an hour to uh take care of like other admin stuff like looking for apartments and Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right yeah how about you what are you playing um
0: beat builders one in june and uh didn't really think i was like okay i'm burnt out of builders I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna play builders two upon release well i always say that with dragon quest games it never happens so i'm about 55 60 hours in a dragon quest builders two mm-hmm. and i still haven't beat the third island i'm not really doing a lot of extra stuff this is a long long game oh. still having fun yeah. um as a matter of fact, for about the hour before we started this tonight, um, I sat my son, I was gone a little bit longer today um, than usual at work, um, and he was, like, dying to play Dragon Quest Builders 2. He really wanted to see me play it. He, I, there was some dragon that I tried to beat with him the other day um, on the Moonbrook Island and totally got killed by it.
1: Oh, so, man. yeah, dragons are tough in this game.
0: They are, yeah. They're, they're in the builder. Gosh, that first one. Yeah, that was a big accomplishment to beat that dragon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I did it. I think I like dug under him and then like went one block up and just like cheaped it. and Just like stabbed him in the stomach. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like... Not a bad strategy at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if... I, you know, I never even thought to do that in the second one. I, I yeah. think I well, the first one, too. I, I think I tried it, tried
1: it once, and it worked, and then I tried it again, and like it totally didn't. He just spun his tail around and went down.
0: And, and dug like, down. And yes. dug
1: down on top of me, and I was just
0: done. So... But, uh,
1: yeah, dragons did, are tough. <laughs> managed to... Brothers uh,
0: yeah, I think I leveled up a couple, got a new weapon, and took it on. My son was watching the night, so did that. Um... And other than that, I'm just—I mean, I'm really enjoying the game. 55, 60 hours into it, I think at this point. Nice. Did you build the toilet they... yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> Tons of <laughs> I toilets.
1: Saw that. I saw that. on the builders. Um. Uh. So, somebody posted on the builders' uh, Facebook group. Um. It was like a, a screenshot of everybody clapping. Like every once the once the toilets built. Uh, yeah, it, a line forms and like the townspeople one of them actually goes in and uses the toilet and then everybody comes up and like cheers and they're cheersing the fact that it was <laughs> built but it looks like they're cheersing the fact that the that the has taken a dump
0: oh yeah yeah <laughs> so. What's great is when, because that, you have to build a toilet at the first island. The whole first island's based on farming. And at one point, the guy keeps coming up to you. And because I think the first food that you have to grow is cabbage. uh And he's like, you know, you eat a lot of cabbage and then stuff (laughs) happens. And you got to go out in the woods and dig yourself a hole. Can you do something better than me going out in the woods to do what I need to do? Right. And yeah, at that point, then then you need to do it because then you need fertilizer. How do you get fertilizer? (laughs) Nice apparently in this game, from human manure. So it, <laughs> it it is definitely a requirement everywhere you go that you need to have a toilet. So yeah. built and plenty in, of toilets.
1: In the screenshot, there's like, you know, one of the things that they, they the townspeople are saying, various things like, oh, you know, good job, good job. And one of them is just like, solid. <laughs> in this context, it's just like... Oh, that's that a, works that's great. a pretty solid dump you're taking there. <laughs> but, they you.
0: The little characters have little text box above them sometimes, and they do yeah. say some of the funniest damn stuff at just the best times. <laughs> it, it is, and I'm it's sure nice, it was unintended. Like,
1: <laughs> He'll say the same thing to like you know you build a, build a bar or a room, and they'll be like, "Oh, yeah. solid build." But in this case, it's like it takes on a it's new got meaning. that double meaning. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, definitely got to knock this off so uh, clear up my whole Switch play. Next month we've got uh, the Dragon Quest Eleven
1: yeah, coming. There's it, it's such an amazing game. We've been talking about it like crazy, and I, it's hard to believe too that like so many fans are just holding out for that Switch version and haven't played it yet, and they're mm-hmm. gonna absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, I was very disappointed. I was one of the ones when we found out we weren't getting the 3DS. I was like, screw Square Enix, boo! Not <laughs> gonna buy it because of course I want to play it. But I, but I was not one of those people. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i definitely I like, had it right. in my head i was gonna oh. buy both versions yeah and i was going to play the 3ds version completely in 2d mode at the same time as playing my ps4 version
1: yeah and i, was I just don't know like, exactly
0: what happened but
1: i was just uh, like, I'm, i want the better I'm, graphics
0: <laughs> I, I put over 100 hours into it on the ps4 and i'm sure i will again coming yeah. september
1: yeah but, and there's so many new features for the for the s version for the switch version that are like we're not in the ps4 version that i'm like super jealous that because i don't have a switch um, yeah. and i want one so but yeah uh you'll yeah, get there yeah but like even the, the horse the horse now uh, I think you can gain experience points by running over monsters with the horse. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the features of that that's one of the things where I was playing the demo and I was like, oh man, too bad you don't get experience points for all the monsters you run over because you're <laughs> going to run over a lot of monsters. Oh yes, it's that was, really that was... satisfying to <laughs> mow You'll down fly. a whole bunch of creatures with, with the horse. <laughs> and I, I at at first I was like, oh man, they should even level the horse. You <laughs> know, he's the one doing the damage. Him, like you know, I want a level ninety nine horse. I mean, you do whistle and call him from all over the place.
0: He always shows yeah. <laughs> up. <laughs> so it's it seems to be the same horse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no I'm definitely looking forward to. I know I know there'll probably be. I know there's new story spots that yep. I'll probably play in the three D mode. But my my mission is to play that game ninety nine percent in two D mode. I want I want to do that completely. I want to have that experience. So. I'll experience some of the other stuff, the new stuff, in a uh, 3D. But I, I want to do, I don't want to play the same exact game again. I want to spend ninety of my yeah. hundred hours in 2D mode. That should be fun and really, uh, take me back. Yeah, and yeah. Definitely. Also, I mean, I guess we didn't get news on this. I thought we would have last week, but the uh, they teased it. Gosh, like last December, that the next Dragon Quest Monsters game is gonna star Eric. From Dragon Quest Eleven,
1: oh, wow. oh yeah, okay, I could see that.
0: Yeah, that's I, pretty cool. The only thing we got was, I think, a picture artwork of him and his sister, uh-huh. and that was it.
1: That like, was I- such a that that was uh, man that really tugged at the heartstrings. That whole plot with him and his sister in the game, and I, we don't want to go into spoilers with it, but there's a lot of moments like that in Eleven, where it's just like, ah oh, man, that's you just wish, like <laughs> it's really sad. Like, like you're you're playing through it, and um, and there's a lot of moments like that that just really get you in the feels. Definitely,
0: definitely. Silvando and his relationship with his father.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: good one. Um, and you know, this the having Eric in a Monsters game kind of continues the tradition because the original Monsters game had Terry.
1: Yep, from Dragon Quest. Sister Millie.
0: Yep, and then um, the Dragon Quest Monsters game that everybody likes to forget that never came out officially in English, but uh, Dragon Quest Monsters, the third one was called Caravan Hearts. Mm. Had a much different breeding and combining thing. You had to collect human characters too. Um, It got a great fan translation back in the day it was for game boy advance never came out here but that starred kiefer of dragon quest 7 fame so nice. you know go going back to what worked before now it seems like eric and his sister will be the heroes of the next one
1: Great.
0: so that, that seems to be about what's coming up next
1: good and uh yeah we've got um speaking of what's uh, coming up next we've got a couple of uh uh, folks are going to be interviewing uh, um, sometime soon for uh, upcoming podcasts. Uh, so the um, uh, the format that you've just heard with uh, with Matt and I, it'll probably go a little bit. It'll it'll probably be a little bit um, shorter, I would guess, because we just went through and interviewed each other. But. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we're hoping to do that. Uh, we definitely got some ideas coming down the pipeline. We wanna we wanna be interviewing uh, we wanna be interviewing Wootus uh, from Dragon's Den. Um, we are going to be interviewing someone who's actually seen the Dragon Quest: uh, Your Story movie. Um, that's gonna be coming up uh, hopefully soon, um, and get some feedback on that because there's a lot of uh, uh, I don't know controversy would you say over like some spoilers that came out about the ending. And, Mm -hmm. like, the the fact that the Japanese, uh, audience who is notoriously forgiving for Dragon Quest actually just, the, the reviews kind of tanked for it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we want to, we want to talk about that in, uh, in a spoiler-free environment. But, uh, love to get some kind of feedback on, on what he, what, uh, what he saw. Um, and, uh, yeah, and get some, uh get some insight and hopefully we do see a release um, if not like a theatrical one and then, then something, you know, because ultimately that's coming out. Uh, I mean, that's going to, that's going to hit the West at some point as a fan translation, if it's not done officially, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but yeah, it would be amazing to get it like an actual uh, dubbed version of it with like you know professional voice
0: acting um, uh, in English. You know, this would be a good time to promote. Uh, last week, I started a Change.org petition, uh, and yeah, I, right. I yeah, I put it out there on the Dragon Questers.
1: Well, that's a caveat though, because we didn't know about the reviews when we did that. <laughs> we were just like true, oh, true. It's there might Quest, be a I sentence
0: at the beginning of that that's like, by all accounts, the Japanese public loved this. Well, not by
1: all accounts. By like few accounts.
0: By like 18%
1: it, of accounts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> by, by more than a few accounts, it was pretty good. I, I mean, there's very specific. And like you said, a lot of it is cultural. Um, you know, it's not Toriyama's art. Yep. You know, right yep. there, that's going to well. slice off 25% of the review score or something like that, yeah. so...
1: And here, Um, too. I saw a lot of feedback like, uh, you know, I love this in concept, but I just can't get beyond, uh, you know, it's not Toyahama or anything. And I I completely understand that.
0: We'll share that petition out from our uh, Twitter account. Sure. We can uh, tweet what I tweeted out last week, and I think I did it again today. And we're closing in on 500 signatures there. You know, nothing that's going to be groundbreaking and get everybody's attention, but just to show... Uh, we keep tweeting at Dragon Quest, the official ones, and just to show that we're out there. We want it. We'd love to see it. I mean, eventually
1: we will see it. We would love yep. to understand it. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to see it legally.
0: Uh huh. And you know, our our man that went to Japan, uh, he does not speak Japanese, so we'll get a review of what he saw and
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> understood in context.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But
0: um, so. Start our little ending here, and uh, you might have noticed something that has been missing from this podcast. Um, we didn't mention any Patreon or any ways to donate to us. Um, and don't worry, we're not going to mention that now. Um, we're just a couple fans, we're a couple longtime fans that want to speak about the game series we know and love so much. We want to get people on to talk about it. Um, I think we're doing good, we don't need the Patreon funds, but if you're moved to consider donating to something, don't da- don't donate to us. Go on over to the Dragon's Den. It's www.woodus.com slash den. And Woodus is spelled W-O-O-D-U-S. It's spelled like Woodus, but we've had many conversations over the year. It's definitely Woodus. Um, there's a button there. Click on support the site. Um, the owner, Brian, has owned and maintained this site 20 years, half his life, more than 20 years now. Um, I'm sure he would appreciate any donation. Um, I know when I buy games, Dragon Quest games, I always buy from Amazon. We've been on Amazon Prime for years here. He's got an affiliate link to all the Dragon Quest games that are still on Amazon. If you're going to buy through Amazon anyway, why not get him a couple pennies? (laughs) Or whatever he gets through his affiliate links. Go ahead, just click on it, buy it. It doesn't cost you a penny. Um, But Amazon gives him a little bit of a kickback. And if you've not ordered Dragon Quest 11, the definitive edition for uh, the Switch yet feel free to go over there and buy through his affiliate link.
1: Yeah. Um, so I believe that's all for tonight. Uh, if you have any comments or questions for us, you can find us on Twitter at pladdym M3 or at Riamu Celestrian, or hit us up, uh, both of us, uh, simultaneously simultaneously at uh, DQ Slime Time. Um, you know, consider joining in tons of uh, DQ discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, uh, perhaps one of our uh, few remaining not-dead forums on the net. <laughs> uh, find it on uh, Dragon's Den's main page at Woodus.com slash forums.
0: Excellent, and thank you to everyone that made this possible, like Brian, a.k.a. Wudus, for his support of the series for the past 20 years, um, running the site, and he's going to be hosting this podcast, and He'll be keeping the Den- Dragon's Den's lights on, hopefully, for uh, another 20-plus years.
1: Yeah. Um, or maybe, you know, if his sons take over yes. the family business, <laughs> we'll keep that going for generations. Hopefully. Um. Uh, so you may have noticed our intro music uh, and our ending, which you'll hear shortly, um, are obviously some... Uh, dq tunes uh, but perhaps an arrangement you haven't you may know or may not know it comes from courtesy of uh, descendants of erdrick a video game tribute band from austin texas um, and if, if uh, you like what you heard check them out on their most recent album advent on uh, www.descendantsoferdrick.com or twitter at uh, d of erdrick um, or go see their band leader Amanda Laprie live on tour as a guitarist for Andrew wk
0: and uh, one other thing, if you're listening to our podcast, you might have seen our graphics as you download it. Um, you can uh, give a big shout-out to Sandra Bullock's husband, Dwayne. Um, <laughs> may or may not be married. I mean, we're, we're, we're just kind of guessing there. But uh, he's our wonderful graphic artist. He's a Dragon Quest fan. Um, he made our awesome artwork cover for this podcast. And uh, Dwayne was actually on one of the original iterations of the Slime Time podcast. I think he was on both the first two first two episodes. Or the, yeah. the only two episodes of the first iteration. Yep. Um, and we'll have him on pretty soon. I know he's been he was involved with the Dragon Quest V fan translation for the um, PS2, I believe.
1: Oh really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he, oh, wow. he's done a lot of he's done a lot of fan art too. He um
1: just, he just called him out on that. I did. You know,
0: I think I think his name's like on the credits or something, you know. All right. Um oops, sorry. Squeenix, don't 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 go after him. Um but you can check out more of his work at uh Dwayneart on Instagram. He's easy to find on Instagram or his uh website, Dwayne dot dot com. All right. Um
1: and uh yeah, I guess we could thank each other too. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to thank you anyway. Thanks, Platty, for being here and interviewing with me.
0: Uh, no problem. Thank you, Liam, for joining me tonight. Yeah.
1: So long, folks. This is
0: Slime Time sliming off. See you next time.